We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. And action. Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, actually a nick. So you know how you go through nicknames yeah. uh, throughout life. Yeah, let's talk about nicknames. Nicknames? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I can imagine yours was fun. Right, right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you kind of go throughout with through nicknames throughout your life, and uh, clearly Axon Jackson was uh, one yours. of the monikers that yeah. I was saddled with, um, which there's worse. I'm sure you can tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, every morning for every year for ever since I was 18. Morning Wood! I've been called Morning Wood. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was talking to, not on the podcast, but uh, talking to Roger, was it last night? Uh-huh. I asked him if he'd seen a movie called The Rounders. It's got Henry mm-hmm. Fonda and Glenn Ford in it. Great movie if you get a chance. Um, it's an older movie, but uh, pretty funny. And uh, there's a scene in the movie where um, Henry Fonda's character's name is Howdy. They're drinking some sour mash whiskey and getting pretty soused. And uh, the one gentleman says, uh, um, How's it? You came to be named Howdy, Howdy, and it's a it's a funny scene the way they the way they do it. But uh, he goes, made it up. He goes, made it up. He says, yeah. Why'd you do that? He said, so everywhere I go, people say Howdy makes me feel I'm at home right off. <laughs> Not the exact quote, but that's the general idea. Right? And so, yeah, um, yeah that's well, you. You you, uh, you didn't feel at home right off with everybody saying morning wood. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it probably probably makes him feel like everybody knows him. Yeah, uh, and it makes me feel like nobody knows me because when I see people in the morning and they and they don't call me morning wood, they just say morning, and I'm like, you're missing half my name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I, I've I've had a run of great nicknames with uh, with my last name. Yep, made it kind of easy for him. Yeah, but you know whatever. Uh, we have a sister-in-law. The two of us do, who has like ten thousand nicknames. She's like the nickname queen. Yeah, it's hilarious. I call her by a different one every time I see her. It's great. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) We have Joe. Uh, We've we've given him quite a few. Who? Nicknames. Doe. Dodo. Dodo. D-Don. D-Don. D-Don's is his actual real name. (laughs) We call him Doe. Dodo. Dodo. Ten-yard Tom. Tom. Trigger-happy ten-yard Tom. Yeah. Uh, Sir misses a lot. (laughs) He's not here to defend himself, so <laughs> we're just gonna pile him on. <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, I don't know why we got on nicknames, but uh, Action Jackson. Action Jackson. That's right. Yeah. The the bring in squirrel. Squirrel. That was a big squirrel. Big big squirrel. Long squirrel. 
So what are we talking about today besides um, the nicknames? Well, and this might actually tie in because a uh, neat little segue. Um, one thing that uh, people tend to like to do, some anyway, is nickname their trophies. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about uh, trophy rooms, um, trophies, trinkets, Mementos. Uh, hunting memorabilia, yeah. if you will. And uh, I had a buddy that had, it, it wasn't a very large bull elk, um, but it was his first bull elk. Um, and he nicknamed it uh, Dookie. <clears throat> because he was dropping a deuce when he shot it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're going to have to elaborate on that because that sounds like a terribly interesting story. That's pretty much the story. That's the story. That's pretty much the story. Yeah, he walked off into the woods to drop a deuce. Well, it's a good thing he had his, his rifle, rifle with him. With him which that's that's fourth. I wouldn't right, have done that. Right. And um, sitting there all trousers down. Kablam! <laughs> Bullock. <laughs> so I named him Dookie. I'm not sure if that's exactly... How the story went. Got, rid, uh, he's got only, rid of two loads at one time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two loads at the same time. <laughs> this podcast has it turned, is, south. turned south. Way south. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's something that uh, I think happens... Quite often, but I don't have. I like the the memory part of. I, you know, I'm, I could really care less about trophies. Yeah, um, I've said it before. My trophy case is the freezer. Um, but I like the mementos. I like the the memorabilia, if you will. I don't know what else to call it. The keepsakes um, that come with it because. It helps you spark that memory, and that's always a cool thing because the memory of the hunt um, is the greatest part. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's <clears> – <throat> we've talked about it before. I talk about it quite often um, with the interactions that I have uh, with hunters <clears throat> that, in, in my mind, we need to try and – I don't know. We need to redefine trophy. What you know? What yeah. what, what does a trophy mean? Because <clears throat> really, if you think about it, um, especially given um, recent events and uh, the the deer hunt that we were on, mm-hmm. um, the amount of stocks that I made, the odds are stacked against you. Mother Nature is fantastic at what she does. And so when you can actually bring home an animal, Mm -hmm. you have outsmarted Mother Nature. And that animal, no matter what size that animal is, is a trophy. And the other thing about that is if you tie your happiness to the score of the antlers, you got about a 50-50 chance of being happy. Mm -hmm. You get one or you don't. Mm -hmm. Yes or no. If you can tie that happiness to the experience, 
mm-hmm. you're much more likely to have a more fulfilling, um, exp- I guess, time or more fulfilling um, time outdoors than just focusing on what size of, what size of yeah. deer or elk or whatever it is that you get. And so <clears throat> for the longest time, not knocking. I mean, that's that's the way the industry is. I, I get that. I'm not, you know, I, they, that's probably not going to change terribly much in the foreseeable future. But <clears throat> we were watching some of that, uh, the hunting shows this morning, and it was, you know, score, 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 how big yeah. the antlers. And everything was about. And that's size. fine. If you want to hunt for antlers, uh, that's, that's up to you. Yeah. But, not where we put our value. Not where we put our value, but. That I guess that's my thing is, um, for me, and that a- any animal that you bring home, that that sucker is a trophy because mm-hmm. you you've outsmarted outsmarted Mother Nature. And yep. so, <clears throat> looking around the room that we're in, we're in Becky and Rogers' quote unquote trophy room. They call it a game room, yep. which is cool. But it's got when you look at it, there are so many antlers that are that are hung up on the wall that are. You know, someone who probably gets a chance to hunt for big animals, big antlered animals, mm-hmm. would come in this room and say, well, why the hell did they hang that on the wall? Yeah. Well, um, we don't say that. We, we don't. We get it. We but. get it. I mean, I'm looking at an, an elk over here yeah. that he's a fork on one side. He's got a brow tine, and he's broke well, he's off on the right-hand side. And he's got one, two, three points on his main beam that's broke off on the left side. And most people would think, well, why, why would you hang that up? And us knowing Becky and Roger, like we do and, and Aaron, their son, we, we get it. Yep. Those are memories that spark, you know, those are, those are mementos that spark that memory Mm -hmm. of hunts that they've had. And you look at the room and they've had a lot of memories, a lot. And they have, you can tell they're very down to earth people, but they just enjoy the act of right. hunting itself, all yeah. of it, everything. I love this trophy room because <clears throat> it's full of trophies that aren't trophies in the modern day sense. Correct. Uh, it's it's a wonderful room. It's got a very family feel to it. Um, it's just really cool, and it it really um, fits what we talk about um the 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 joy is in the hunting not in the hanging of the horns yeah and so that's that's pretty cool um i've got you know i've got a few uh, european mounts that i've got uh each one of them has that story none of them are large None of them are big. The, the deer I took today probably wouldn't break, or this weekend, sorry, probably wouldn't break 30. <laughs> um, probably, yeah. Uh, but, it's, <clears throat> you know, I've got a memory. Well, he's I've a cool a, deer. He's, I mean, he's, he's a cool deer, but I've got a memory in that deer. There, there was something there that happened that was funny, that was cool. It was a shared experience. Um, you know, it, it, I've got my deer from last year that was the first animal that was harvested while me and Dedon were hunting together. Yeah. And of course we topped that. We we added to that this year. 
Um, and that is, although I didn't enjoy the taking of that animal as much because of the way we did it, it wasn't my favorite. Um, You're talking I, about the deer, on, the deer last the deer year. Last year, on, yeah, I yeah. shot it at 480 yards and was very anticlimactic to me. Yeah, because um, of the way we like to hunt. Yeah, because the way <clears> we <throat> like to hunt. Um, not that I'm knocking that. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. You know, Dedon loves it. Yeah. He loves long range shooting because he can't hit anything inside. Of <laughs> um, That's why we call him 10 yard Tom. Right. But, um, but it's still, you know, I, I have that buck and it's still a great piece because it's that first one, you know, I've got the, the first deer that I took in this unit that, uh, when me and you and Dedon started hunting together, it wasn't that year, but it was the year after. Um, and Dedon wasn't here with us, uh, when, when we did harvest it, but, um, that, that antler, when I look at those antlers, I don't even think about that deer. I think about the deer that got away yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, I was mad. I was upset. I was frustrated. Um, I had, I had lost that buck and we kind of talked out to see if we could see it again. We couldn't. And you spotted one off down the canyon, and I pretty much just force marched to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't stalk it. I didn't sneak up on it. I was frustrated, mad, upset. You went to get the truck to bring it around, pick, pick me and Roger up on the other side. I kind of just left Roger in the dust. I was just beeline. And I walked straight at that buck till he finally saw me and looked up. I stopped and shot him. Yeah. There was no coolness to taking that animal at all. But the memory in that set of antlers is the buck that I lost before. Yeah. Um, and that deer deserved to live. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was not going, it was not going to go down without a fight. Yeah. And it didn't. Um, and, and so, but that's the memory. And that's, to me, that's what the trophy is, is the story behind it. And that's what I love. And it's not... And not to knock people who are sitting in a tree stand or sitting in a ground blind, but, you know, there's not <laughs> all that. Not to knock you, but I'm going to knock No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, but seriously, I mean, and this is personal opinion. You it know? is. It that's, is. It's personal it is. opinion. I get no. And there there are people who absolutely yeah. love to hunt that way. And there's people that can't hunt any other way. Yeah, that's true. And, and I, I would rather you be hunting in that way than not hunting at all. Absolutely. Um, so, for sure, but. To me, I mean, where's the where's the memory? Where's the story of going out? Well, and you you and I haven't had that experience, and so we can't knock it. Um, I would find it very difficult in that situation. To stay, I can't bank fish. I can't sit still long enough. See, I can bank fish. If I'm gonna bank, if I'm gonna fish, I'm gonna you know, be up and fly fish and be up and moving. But honestly. There, there has to be something to it. There's, there's half or more of the nation that does that type of hunting. I think there are those memories. It's just different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the the cool thing. I think about probably, and I'm I'm just guessing here. Um, if if any of our listeners have have um, some experience with this, let us know. But I'm just guessing and just postulating that 
one of the cool things about that type of hunting is you do get to kind of witness everything around you unfold. You're kind of a fly on the wall, as it were, because you're not moving. You're sitting there. When you're out and about and you're, you know, on the stock and hunting, you don't get to take in as much around you because you're focused on a singular kind of goal. I'm trying to get to this place to try and, um, yeah. And so that and that that's probably one of the really cool parts about that type of hunting is getting to kind of the observe the animals yeah. and, and get to kind of watch the day unfold yeah. as it as it breaks. And I can understand that um, because that's some of our favorite hunting Absolutely. Is, is spot and stock, which in the spot and stock world, you know, get up high and that's what we do is observe them. So I can I can certainly understand that, but I can't personally do it. Um, I will probably, I don't, I'm guessing at some point in time I'll try it. Um, Just to give it a whirl, but we have set on water. Yeah, I've tried that. And and stuff like that, especially elk hunting. And it takes about five minutes and we're both snoring. It's just (laughs) not our cup of tea. No. And so, uh, I, again, like I said, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying that's not my preference, my preferred way of, of going about it, man. I like to be up and moving and mobile and well, and ready to go. The other and, thing, and, the other and thing that has to be mentioned is to to hunt. You know, a lot of that, a lot of that hunting is done for whitetail, especially back east. Well, and that, that's what I was going to say is, um, in a lot of places, that's the only way you can, can hunt. hunt. Mm-hmm. And so, like we said, we'd rather see you hunt that way than not mm-hmm. hunt at all. Uh, we're fortunate out here in the West to be able to do it the way we do it because we have vast stretches of land to do it on. Mm-hmm. It's open, um, you know, back east. It's so thick, and there's so many hunters that it's not safe to do it the other way. And yeah. so, you know, good on you. If, you, if that's the way you do it, yeah. do it. Yeah, and we, we do. I, I, I will. I will admit this. We are speaking from a bit of ignorance because we haven't done it. Yeah, we haven't done it. You know, but um, well, not 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 like th- not that. Like like you said, we've sat on water. Yeah, we've we done that type of hunting. D- so Dion's done it a lot. Yeah, you know, and and we pick on him a lot <laughs> for it always. Um, and so me and him had a conversation, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before or not. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it again anyway if I have. Um, so he talked about uh, getting my kids out there yeah, for their first hunt, and I was adamant. I would, no, I don't want them to do I don't want them to go out there and sit in a blind and shoot an animal. But they'll, they, you know, it'll help them get, in, get into hunting. I don't want them to get into hunting that way. I want them to get into the hunting the way I did. I want them to know that you have to work for it. You have to earn it, and I want them to get out there, get on their feet, put some miles under their feet, and, you know, Maggie has already been on two hunts with us, and to my, I don't know, pleasure, but I'm not, I'm not displeased with the way it turned out, you know. I think that, yeah, that, I think that's the key. You're not displeased with the way it turned out. Yeah. She, she was, she didn't get an animal. No, she didn't. She's, we took her on two turkey She's hunts. learning life lessons that you don't always get what you exactly. want. Exactly. It's hard. You have to earn it. You yeah. Know? And she missed a shot. Yep. Um, she went without getting a shot. Yep. 
And these are these are important lessons, you know. Learning how to lose <clears throat> is important. It is extremely important. And so that's that's the way I want. And, you know, she's got her first, and this is going to be a hard hunt for her. It's going to be a really hard. She's hunt. got a very first deer hunt, and I pray and hope that she is successful. I'd really like for her to be. Hope successful. we actually even see one, right? Um, but it's going to be hard. She's going to have to earn it. She's going to have to work. She's gonna, you know, and and you know. She's been to the range. She's done some shooting. She's shot some different rifles. So she is learning what it takes. And that is important to me, to, to learn how to hunt the way we do in the manner that we um, choose to hunt and the values that we place on it uh, for her. So there was no way I was going to let him take her to Texas and put her in a blind and shoot an animal. For her first. For her first. Yeah. Exactly. Because I don't want... You know, I don't want her to think it's that easy. Yeah. I don't want her to think that you can just sit there, wait for one to watch by, walk by, and, and shoot it. Yeah. Uh, I want her to know that you have to go out there and get it. Um, and because that is, well, <clears throat> yeah, that's just important to me. Yeah. It's important to me that she does that for her first. You know, Russell's first. Um, at that time, I didn't even let him take scope i i told him you're gonna you're gonna learn with open sights first that's what i did um i've kind of softened on that um if you can use a scope take a scope um but he was successful you know he took a cow elk open sight 30 30 150 yards yeah with, with on his first hunt um and so that's you know super cool now he didn't take to hunting didn't like it so he did it a couple of times and he was out he was done so um, no big deal. Maggie has already taken to it. Uh, we'll see how Jackson does, but I'm going to want them to learn that way. I'm going to want them to learn our value on yeah. the trophy. Well, and I think you also have to take into account, <clears throat> and, and I'm, again, not saying one one way is right or, or the other, but, <clears throat> you know, I try not to be too rigid and say this is the way I'm going to do it. There, there are certain things that I take a stand on, um, you know. But if if I learn to to hunt with a open sight, um, sometimes we get carried away in saying, "Well, you're going to learn the way I learned." Yeah, doesn't mean the way that you learned was always the best way to learn. No. Yeah. So you know, like you said, you've softened on that, and mm-hmm. I think that's I think I think that's important. When you're bringing new hunters or or young hunters uh-huh. to be able to do it, I don't think you should do it the easiest way possible, but you should do it as familiar and comfortable as you can. Exactly. Well, you know, and I, I don't. So and, and comfortable that, is not the right word. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so the the reason I one thing is education. We 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 preach education. Yeah. Right? One of the reasons that I have softened on this is because what what I have learned is um, everybody's different. Everybody has their own process, their own style, yeah. their own way of doing things, and you have to be okay with that. Um, the other thing that I've learned is you want that experience when they go out there to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Because if, if it's not enjoyable – they're not going to want to do it again. Yeah. People don't like to do things that aren't enjoyable. And I think th- I think that's what I meant when I said comfortable. You yeah. want it to be not necessarily comfortable because there's 
you can't always be comfortable, yeah. but you want it to be enjoyable. And that's the word I guess I was looking for. Yeah. And so, you know, Maggie has enjoyed her hunts. So that she's went on. I don't know that Russell enjoyed his. Yeah. You know, it wasn't because I made him shoot open sights. No, that and that's not, that's not what I don't think. Don't, yeah. don't hang up on that. I'm, yeah. you know, but, but, you know, you want them to enjoy their experience. So they want to do it again. You know, our, our hunt it forward participants, you know, and we learned a great deal. We took our wives out hunting and we have talked about this before we took our wives out hunting and my wife in particular didn't enjoy it. There was aspects of it that she enjoyed, but then there was, there, she did not enjoy the, okay, she enjoyed the, the morning hunts. She didn't enjoy the evening hunts. She enjoyed the heck out of the morning hunts. Um, she didn't even mind the way we were hunting. What she did not enjoy was the rush when we finally saw some cows and she had to get after it. She had to get out. She had to run down the road. She had to pull up on the elk and, and she took a shot and she missed. And she did not enjoy that yeah. at all. She needs a much more... Um, Which I wish she was with us the next day yeah. when we went back and Annie got her elk because <clears throat> those elk were bedded in the middle of a field. Um, we kind of did a little stalk down towards them, um, got in, and real nice and easy, got Annie set up. She had plenty of time for those elk to file in front of her. Um, like I said, if if she'd been there the, n- the next day and we'd had that type yeah. of of experience, I think she'd have more thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. And I don't I don't blame her at all. I blame me. Um, we didn't know any better. Yeah, we at the time, you know, I was just having her do what we did. Yeah, and you can't do that. You can't. Uh, and so uh, I've been much. We we have been much more attentive to others and their desires and abilities and stuff like that through our Hunt It Forward program and with, with my kids. And um, and so that's pretty cool. But the most important thing through all of it that we have taught all of them is the importance of the trophy and the significance of it and and what makes a trophy yeah. to us. So, I, I, that, I mean, that's a good kind of segue back into the, the trophy room discussion yeah. that we were having. What makes the cut? So obviously, you know, I think I think first animals those those are those are almost universally are something huge, that that, huge that you hold on to. I've got yeah. my first elk from yeah our first hunt together. That was our first elk. That was our first elk. Uh, my first elk, and let me tell you, my first elk is a whopper. I mean, he was a beast of a four by four. He might Raghorn. have he might <laughs> have went one fifty. <laughs> no, I don't even think he went that. No, but that was one of the coolest hunts. Fun hunt, so we've much ever fun. we've ever had. But I think first first animals are are pretty universally recognized as yeah that that's one that yeah. goes on the wall. That's going to go up there somewhere. Um, what what else? I mean, it's hard to sit here and say, uh, you know, what makes a cut because because to everybody it's a little bit different. Well, yeah, I mean. So first animals can go in a lot of ways too, though. So so first animals can be your first ever animal. Mm-hmm. Your first. Um, so that was my first elk, but it wasn't my first animal. All right. You know, I have the first animal I ever took, which was a little um, five point buck, um, and then I have my first elk, and those are. 
you could have, you know, your first caribou, your first sheep, your first bear, your first, you know. So you can have firsts are, are the first of that species, the first ever, you know, so there's a lot of different kinds of firsts. Yeah. You know, I've got one that's the first animal that I took while hunting with D-Duck. It's not an impressive trophy, but that's still a first. Yeah. So first can cover a lot. Funny enough, my first deer that I ever took was this hunt, the first time we drew this hunt. No, second time we drew this hunt. Second time. Because we, didn't, time we, we didn't get anything. Hunt, we got skunked. Yeah. Second time we drew this hunt, um, the year that you got the forky, the deer that got away, that mm-hmm. hunt, um, I got one the day before. Mm-hmm. And he was just a little six mm-hmm. pointer. Um, we called him Houdini. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Houdini. was my first deer. I was going to hang him on the wall because he was my first deer. And I was cleaning him. We're, we're, we got we to clarify something real quick here. And we're going to talk trophies. We're gonna at least going to define what we call the points. So you're calling him a six, but he was an eight in my book. With the eye guards. He had eye guards. Yeah. And I count those as points. So to me, he was an eight. Now mine wasn't a forky; he was a six. Potato, tomato. No, we got it. We got to <laughs> at least clarify so they know what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is how much I care about horns, right? Antlers, whatever. You, so um, everybody always says, "Oh, use the right terminology." You know what I'm talking about? It's a colloquialism. You know, yeah, they are antlers. I, I teach that in hunter ed. It's it's not unknown to me, but but it's just common nomenclature. Say horns, horns. Yeah. Um, but doesn't anyways, doesn't bother me either. Um, anyways, so I was cleaning the skull, and it had kind of dried a little bit, and so I had a uh, a red ant bed. Mm-hmm in my in my driveway and i set that skull there for Mm -hmm. them to clean off um and forgot about it ran over it didn't i ran over it (laughs) did you fix it or you no 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 there was no there was no fixing it come on no so and again it doesn't it doesn't mean that i still have a memory so then Mm -hmm. we'll we'll, since we hunt together we can remind each other of that memory it's not a big deal to me to to not have that animal, um, he he did come to some use. I I used his horn to cut cut some buttons for my vest. Oh, that's right, that's right. So. Well, there you go. See, that's that works. That that made the cut. Yeah, made the cut. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> well, so what about other mementos? Um, and what do you do with them? So, like, I've got the the deer hunt that that we just had. Yeah. I've got two round balls. Well, one of them's not round anymore, but two round, lead round balls that I shot that deer with. Yep. What do you do with those? You know, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of different things you can do with them, um, especially in our family because we married into an artsy family. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of cool things that you can do with them. The question is, do you have time do to get it done? To, yeah, that too. But <laughs> but no, I mean, so, so yeah, there's a lot of different things that you can do with that. Eventually, you know, if you hunt for a long time uh, in this form and and kind of do things this way, this is what you end up with. Yeah. So you can't see whole, the whole room. You can only see what's, what's right here behind us. But, I mean, there's 
hundreds of of things in here um and and they've even got more throughout the house yeah um so there's always something that can be done but it's like you said what makes the cut yeah at some point at some point at some point the wives are going to say that's enough yeah. well and that's the other thing <laughs> and that's the other thing to take into consideration um my wife doesn't like shoulder mounts yeah and i'm okay most of the time i don't either um i don't have anything huge and so i've you know i've not ever had the desire or the money to do a right. shoulder mount although i i was really tempted with that barbary that we took in texas right. well i think we would have with that barbary had it not been measured wrong by us yeah in the first place. but see there's a perfect example of how much trophies mean to us we don't even know how to measure the measure the dang things yeah well you know, we measured that at what 28 yeah, we didn't way, have we didn't have a yeah we didn't measure it right and we didn't measure it right and it was a thirty one and a half inch ram yeah it was a trophy ram yeah um, but we didn't know he still makes a cool uh, yeah European cool Europe. anyways he, he he was probably the first one that I thought yeah maybe maybe but they're expensive mm-hmm. and so it was just a lot easier for me to say well, I'll just do a European on it right. And um, it, the only shoulder mount my wife says she wants in the house is a bison. Right. And I would be okay with that because shoulder-mounted bison is pretty such cool. such a huge I mount. I know it is. Oh, but it's cool. Sure. But it's huge. It is huge. I don't um, know where you'd put it. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to dye mine red and blue. Yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. To me, like you said, they're expensive. You know, five, six, eight, nine, twelve hundred dollars, whatever they are. Um, you're you're looking at probably twelve, twelve to two. Yeah, for a bison. No, or for for anything. anything. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I personally got a podcast coming with a tax I, I, I do. Ask. I do, and, I, and I'm going to talk to him. He, if he listens to this, he's going to be mad when I talk to him. Um, me personally, I would rather. European mount that thing. You can get them to boil the head out for you for fifty bucks and just put it on the wall. Or do it yourself. Um, only two. Or do it yourself. Yeah, and and then um, that'll get you in trouble though. Don't do it in the house. No, don't do it in the house. Don't do it in the house. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and don't do it with any of your wife's pots <laughs> that you intend on reusing. Those are a couple of things that'll get you in trouble. Then don't do it with your turkey frying pot, and then expect to be able to fry a turkey. In that. <laughs> uh, um. Seriously though, um, uh, I'd rather take that money and put it towards a, another hunt yeah. to make another memory. Yeah, uh, that's just my opinion. But that's that's I, I, again, these are our opinions, not not hard lines. That's just my preference. But um, that's what that's my thought. You know. Yeah. Take that twelve hundred dollars and. I actually so and here's the other thing I actually like the look of a European I like it nice and it's nice sure. and clean you know you look at you look at old shoulder mounts and and it's just like oh, they get ratty they get ratty and I, and you know it's it's not right away and there's so you know there's <laughs> I've seen enough bad taxidermy that you're like right it's funny. hard to mess up a European it, it's funny though you you bring that up the old the old shoulder mount so my Uncle had one that um, I don't remember if it was his dad or his granddad that shot the deer. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I'm leaning towards it was his dad's. But it was mounted, and, and my uncle had it. It was on his wall. I mean, this thing was ancient. Yeah. And it was horrible looking. <laughs> horrible. But it was so freaking cool. Was it smiling? So I've seen them where they're like smiling because right? it's all you know. yeah. No, it was so cool. I mean, it was just it's old ratty ear coming apart, whole nine yards, you know. Um, and he talked about getting a new um, cape and having it redone, and we were all like, "No, no, you, you leave that. It's 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 got that antiqueness about it, you know." And it wasn't something that was bought at an antique store. It was yeah. from a family member, so that was cool. Um, what do they call that it, in antiques? Patina. It had patina, right? <laughs> but that's but that's the that's the glory of that's the beauty of a trophy. Yeah, to me, is is the memory and where it came from. Yeah, and what it represents. And and that was a trophy deer. I mean, he was uh, almost he was literally almost big enough to make the trophy books. Yeah. So, um, good deer, but nobody, nobody, none of us wanted him to redo that because it was, then it wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been his. Well, it's, it's memory. Yeah. It's memories, memories for you guys because you grew up with it. Yeah. Staring at you from the wall. It's one thing if you get a deer and you mess up the cape. And then you get another cape to go ahead and get it mounted yeah. at that time. Yeah. You know, but it's a whole other thing when you've got this deer from 50 years ago that you had on your wall from from uh, an old family member. And then to redo that because then it, that changes the whole thing. It's no longer his deer. Yeah. It's, it's, it's different now. Yeah. So, but that's proof that it's not the trophy. It's it, the memory. It, it's the memory. Yeah. It's, it's the attachment to that story that that makes it a trophy yeah and and so that's a that's another thing to kind of touch on is the the word you know people people who don't hunt and especially uh, you know anti hunting individuals they it's hard to get through to them because they don't have that understanding. Mm-hmm. They don't have that attachment. Yeah. They don't realize. And, they, and they you can say it, you can say story. it, you can say it over and over and over again. It's, you know, it's not about, you know, the animal, it's about the experience, mm-hmm. but until you experience, actually it? experience it, you don't know. That's what I love about Hunt It Forward. I love watching and observing the, the, making of a hunter mm-hmm. uh, of an outdoors an outdoorsman outdoors woman um, it's really really cool to watch that process take shape um, looking forward to it again this year with this year's hunt it forward participants because um, it's a cool cool process yeah to watch so very interested in that happening this year very interesting yep so yeah it's uh Looking around, looking around this room, um, and we haven't even touched on pictures. Oh, we hadn't touched on pictures, and I don't think we probably sh- no. should. Uh, but you know, looking around this room, it, you can you can just imagine the 
the amount of memories that have been made. Yeah. Lifetime worth of memories. And it's so cool to see that elk that is not, quote-unquote, a trophy. Mm -hmm. Because you know when they walk in this room and they look at that, they say, yeah, I remember that. That was cool. Yeah. It was a fun hunt. Um, Granted, he's got some trophies. He does. real nice trophies. He has some really nice animals. Um, I think everybody should strive. I do think that everybody should strive to shoot a trophy animal once in their life because it's a sense of accomplishment, not because it's a large animal, because, but because it's, it's a purpose. Okay. So very seldom, very seldom do we go into a hunt thinking I want to shoot this type of animal. Most of the time we're pretty happy with whatever. Well, I, I was, you know, I came into this hunt fully intending. I want, I want to take, a large animal, and yeah. and we tried we tried to get that done. Typically, typically what it is is we're thinking generally thinking something bigger than what I got last time. Pretty much, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, this year I was going straight. I don't care. Yeah, you were you, you were straight meat uh, buck because you needed you know you got meat crisis. You needed to fill the freezer. But we don't ever have. Uh, we don't ever have a number. We don't ever well. We don't ever have a, a hard line. No, you know. Like, yeah, you were going to attempt to take that bigger buck, mm-hmm. and you did. But then you were perfectly happy to take the smaller one. Absolutely. You know, um, and that's that's the way it is. But I, I don't have a problem, and I actually think that it's good for you to set a goal to say, okay, this is what I want. Because that's also, it's testing yourself. Mm-hmm. It, and it's it's an achievement yeah. to set that goal and to follow it through. Yeah. You know? Um, so, so it's, it's, that's a good thing. And so, and, and that brings up another interesting point, you know, the saying, don't pass up on the first day, what you would kill on the last day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> while, while that holds some merit, I think, and let me, let me, let me preface this by saying there's a caveat here. I think that that saying holds merit. Mm-hmm. However, if you're going to pass something up on the first day, you do it with the full understanding and that you will be happy walking away with nothing. Yeah. The other part of that story, too, I've heard that a lot. And, and the, other, the other kind of portion of that is if you take something on the first day, your hunt's over. Not if you're hunting with a group. <laughs> Not, Not if you're hunting, if you're hunting with buddies. With yeah. Because you don't bail on your buddies just because you're done. You still go hunt with them. You and spent, so spent two days on, glassing yeah, for me. I, yeah, and it's all a part of it. Um, you're exactly right. I spent two days behind the glass, and I can I can attest that that is almost as hard <laughs> as the actual hunting. Um, man, my eyes were strained, and it takes a lot of concentration. It takes a lot of... I think we talked about it. I think we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, you know, Dion talked about it. Emotion. Yeah, a whole because lot you of you're not in control. You you don't you know you're not there, and, and it's just up and down, up and down. Yeah, yeah. And it's sometimes nothing's happening. Sometimes everything's happening at yeah. once. It's it is very emotional. It's very fun. It's a whole lot of fun. But just because if you're hunting in a group like that, and that we're not solo hunters, there are a lot of people out there that are solo hunters, and so that. 
don't pass something up on the first day or that that if you shoot it on the first day your hunt's over thing does come into play but if you're hunting with a group it it doesn't have to no you know because there's still a lot going on now it changes you know i was much more relaxed for the remainder of the hunt um i got my mine on day two um and like i said i was much more relaxed uh i wasn't having to gear up every day i didn't have to take all of my gear you know i didn't carry my muzzleloader anymore there was no need to um didn't have to put on my snake boots i just put on some tennis shoes and um you know i i threw my boots in the truck because like when you got yours i had to throw them on so i could go down there uh and help you but so it changes it but it doesn't lessen it yeah you know so that was pretty good yeah that's yeah i mean i think it's again that that that's my my focus and my push personally Mm -hmm. is make it about the experience and Mm -hmm. if you do that you're you're likely going to have that memory for a lot longer you're likely to have a lot more success a lot more success um you know success shouldn't be defined in the taking of an animal yeah in my opinion yep you know i know sometimes you need to i needed to take a deer this year i'm running low on meat I needed to take a deer, but the success of this hunt didn't depend upon it. Right. Um, the, 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 the fullness of my wallet, maybe, <laughs> you know, because without it, I'm going to have to buy a lot more beef. Yeah. Um, but uh, it shouldn't, it should, like you said, it shouldn't depend on that. It, it shouldn't ever. Even if you decide I'm going to go after a trophy, it's just like you said, you have to be okay to pass up deer pass up elk pass up whatever you have to be okay to go home with nothing yep uh if you're gonna do that yep um and so the success of that hunt shouldn't depend on you getting that 200 inch buck yeah it should depend on you know the experiences you have in between and whether or not you enjoyed them absolutely should always enjoy them absolutely so hopefully you guys uh trophy rooms out there are full of memories Mm -hmm. and hopefully that those memories continue to come um we just absolutely enjoyed doing all of this and wouldn't have any other way no absolutely fantastic great hunt two out of three Mm -hmm. not bad not bad thanks for joining guys adios adios thanks for joining not a grande outdoors podcast come follow us on instagram twitter facebook and youtube Don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.